Welcome to Derek and Lindsay Take on Life. In this podcast, we'll discuss a variety of topics, including travel, theme parks, and the trials and tribulations of raising two young children. Enjoy. Today, Universal Studios Hollywood and Super Nintendo World with children. So this was our first time going to Universal Studios Hollywood with children. This was our first time going to Universal Studios Hollywood since 2016. Was that long ago? Yeah. 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 Uh, so there's a little bit that's changed. It's um, still still the s- same basic sh- structural. Yeah. You've got upper lot, lower lot. Right. Um, I Overall, I thought it was a lot of fun. I think it was a great day. I agree. It was a lot of fun. It is a lot different with children, though. Oh, everything is. <laughs> yes. Big difference, though, between, like, say, the Disney parks and Universal. Oh, yes. And Universal Orlando has more options for children, I think, than Universal Studios Hollywood does. I don't think that's correct. Because when I was doing research for the trip that we did to Florida in April, we talked about going to um, one of the the Universal theme parks. And we were looking at options, especially because we had Marcus being not quite one. He was like, you know... Mm-hmm. 11 and a half months. And other than Seussland, which even some of the rides he couldn't do in Seussland. There's two rides he could do in Seussland. Yeah. How many rides can he do in Hollywood? Two rides. Oh, I didn't even know that he could do two. I swear he could do none. Well, in Hollywood, we did two with him. Oh, we did the the lot tour. The lot tour. And then you had the... Uh, Kung Fu Panda one, which was great. Right, but you couldn't be in the moving seat with him. Correct. But she looked at me and she's like, he can go in his own seat, but it was more, I didn't think he would sit through it. So I held on to him. Okay. But. Okay. So, so there were two he could have done. (laughs) Yes. So Seussland has two. Yes. Are there any other? Well, I know there's going to be a Minions Land uh, opening or it's just opened. It just opened. And that is in actual the the Universal Park, Mm -hmm. uh, not Islands of Adventure. That one I haven't researched, but I think it's kind of like the Minions ride that's in Hollywood where it's kind of like a virtual reality kind of thing because it's called Villain Con. And I'm not 100%. Again, I haven't researched it at all. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be that same kind of like 32 inches kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So so I, I without doing research, am, am spewing out misinformation. <laughs> How dare I? Uh, but while we're on the note of the baby and what the baby can do, holy wowza. Going down is quite scary, but going up with a cranky toddler from lower to upper lot? Oh, my God. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Hollywood or Universal Studios in Hollywood is set up with a upper lot, which is the lot you come into where you've got uh, like the Hogsmeade. You have the studio tour up there. You've got Simpsons. Simpsons, You've got the Minions area. The Secret Secret Life of Pets. And, then, and you have the area where you generally have like the classic Hollywood. Yeah, you've got like your Hollywood walk where you're going to see your monsters, uh, Scooby and the gang, things like that. Um, then, and you know what? You 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 do this when you're not a parent and it's no big deal. And then as soon as we got there and I realized, wait, we have to go down four escalators. Four, well, I'd say two or three of them are really long. They're, so, and then everything else is on the lower lot. And you have to go down these four very tedious escalators to get to the lower lot. There is an elevator. I have no idea where it is. And apparently there was like a 20-minute wait for the elevator. So we had just the small little umbrella stroller. So we were able to, you know, fold it up real quick and Malcolm take Marcus out and be able to go down pretty easily. We didn't have the big bulky stroller, which was a blessing in disguise. But we had, we had grandma, you, and me. And Malcolm. Right. Malcolm maybe could carry a bag or two so that we wouldn't have to carry the bags. Yeah, I think we made him carry like his waters or things like that. Right, right. 
So it was it was a process, and you were doing something. I can't remember what you were doing. I had we had to go up uh, without you. I can't remember. What you were I was doing. getting the stroller because the stroller was over by uh, Transformers, and we, you guys were heading up to go see the Dark Arts show. And okay. I had to go get the stroller and I was like, don't miss it. Just go, go, go without me. Right. So Marcus, who's been very mommy oriented lately, he was freaking out. It was the end of the night. It was like eight thirty, nine o'clock. He's grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. Uh, and I went up four sets of escalators with a wriggly little baby. And I don't like heights already. So having the fear of dropping your toddler and having them tumble down an escalator is enough to make your heart jump out of uh, your body. Yeah, it was it was a little rough. Right, like, and, and I don't mean to be over dramatic. I, I I really do have a fear of heights uh that I I mask reasonably well. Uh but yeah, when when the life of your child you feel is is there just intensifies. And they don't understand that they need to just chill right. because they're a toddler. Right. <laughs> So I, I'm surprised, and I, I don't want to put this out into the, into space, but I, I'm surprised that they haven't had accidents. I mean, I'm sure they have, but they're, I mean, I will say those are the slowest moving escalators of all time. And I think that's partially why they move so slow is because you're less likely to injure yourself if they're going at a slower rate. Understood. Um. But, but but prepare prepare for that. Yeah, if you're going with kids, be ready. Um, I so usually when we go into theme parks, I have my crossbody, and then we'll have the diaper bag, which I tend to carry because Derek thinks it's too feminine. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though it's not, it's like gray, and it's it's just a diaper bag. <laughs> you could just let me do the Captain America diaper bag. Well, we only went with one diaper bag this trip. Okay. <laughs> and my mine has better uh, padding on the shoulders. Anyway. <laughs> um, but what I ended up doing, just because we kept going up and down these escalators, I put my crossbody into the diaper bag. I just said, F it, I'm just going to carry the backpack the whole time. And that's what I ended up doing because, again, we were in the small umbrella stroller, which has zero storage space for anything like you can get like a water bottle in there and that's about it mm-hmm. um i think i ended up taking the diaper clutch out just to have it like readily available and i put that under there but it and that, that was able to fold up really nicely when we we're going up and down the escalator but it was it was a lot but- yeah so so prepare if possible try to make you know one trip down one trip up but that's that's not that's hard happen. Because you're going to want to see things at night. You're going to want right. to, you know, like, oh, well, the Jurassic uh, is a shorter wait than than this. So let's do this and then go do this. Right, right. I want to see Hogsmeade during the day and I want to see Hogsmeade during the night. Well, and much like us, we wanted to see Super Mario during the day and at night. Yeah, pro tip, you do really have to see it at nighttime. It's, it's really cool. So should we kind of get into our day and talk about how the day went? Sure, 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 sure. So we did Universal Studios Hollywood Right after getting off of the cruise, which was funny enough, the last time we did Universal before kids was right after we got off a cruise. (laughs) And we were talking to grandma because grandma was on the cruise and she did Universal with us that day, which was wonderful to have an extra set of hands uh, while going to a theme park. Yes. Well, and we had a discussion along the way. Uh, regarding our ticket level. So when we first initially bought the tickets, we got the base park ticket. It was just like, okay, you know, it's not going to be that big of a deal. We'll just do the base park ticket. And then the thought of the express pass came up and the possibility of maybe doing a VIP tour. So we ended up calling in to see if we could upgrade to a VIP tour because it would have cost us about $2,000 additional to do the VIP tour. Ouch. Um, but grandma had said, Hey, I'll cover half if you cover half. And right. And then that became, that, it became an actual, Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, but unfortunately they had VIP tours open that day, but they only had sets of two and two. So two of us would have to be on one and two of us would have to be on the other. So that was like, yeah, that's not going to work. So we decided to see if we could upgrade to the express pass. And thank God we did. <laughs> yes. Um, I will say it was $800 in addition 
to what we'd already paid. Uh, base park tickets were $109. This was for four tickets. This was for four tickets. Uh, children do not get a discount for the Express Pass, but we also did upgrade to the Unlimited Express Pass, not Correct. just the one time. Correct. Um, and I we might have gotten away with the one time, but there was... A few rides that we did do multiple times, particularly the mummy. Yes. Uh, and and doing, you know, children swapping, things of that sort that uh, really did come in handy. Yes. And we'll get more into that. Yeah. Um, oh, goodness. I had a thought and I lost it. Oh, well, it's okay. But so uh, I was able to call on the phone to get the passes upgraded. The woman uh, on the phone with customer care was fabulous. She said, normally we don't do it. But because it's the same day thing, we'll just make it happen. Ah, uh, and the thought returned. And it's a very important thought. So the price points do vary depending on the timing on the calendar and how busy they expect to be. So the amount we paid is not necessarily the amount that you're going to pay. And the day that we went, uh, we actually saw the billboard that said that if you don't already have a ticket, you know. You're not getting in. You're not getting in. So we went, we went on one of the... I guess the busiest days of the it year. It was packed. Right. It was packed. Right. So while that might be the more expensive time to do the express pass, it also is the best time to do it. That express pass is incredible. You walk on to every ride. Certain rides. There's a few that you, you do get a little bit of a wait. But I mean, like if there's like a pre-show or something, um, it, it was incredible. So we got- Oh, goodness. I had some- and we'll share some times later on, but I actually logged some of the wait times that we had. Yeah, it was, I think it was worth every penny, especially going with smaller children, um, in particular one that couldn't do most of the rides. So it really, it, it saved time for everyone. And like there was moments where like when Derek and Julie went to do the mummy, I was able to take the kids out, get them a snack. And then as soon as I had the snack in my hand and they were sitting down eating it, I got tagged in so Julie would watch the kids and I would go do mummy with Derek. So it worked out so, so well. Um, But yeah, so we got to the park. Again, it was packed. It was hot, but we made the most of it. So we started the day walking down that little Hollywood Boulevard and we did the Kung Fu Panda ride. Kung Fu Panda. I w- it was I, cute. I wouldn't call it a ride, though. It was a... It's a movie theater that moves a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like when Captain EO was a thing at Disneyland. Yeah. But a little more immersive because, like, part of, like, the theater surrounding you becomes part of the action as well. So this one you fit a lot of people on um, because it's a whole theater. Oh, yeah. I think there was easily 100 seats in that theater. Right. So I think I think we cut off maybe about 30 minutes with the Express Pass. Uh, we were 10 minutes in line before we hit the pre-show. Yeah. And that was because... They very much like any kind of attraction like this. They fill up the theater, get the people sat, then they fill up the pre-show room and then get people in there. And then you wait outside. Pre-show on that one's awesome. It was super cute. And there's like a lot of like, so we're not like the biggest DreamWorks family, but we, but we, there's DreamWorks, you know, like trolls trolls is huge. Our family loves trolls. uh, How to train your dragon. Like I have the biggest love for Toothless, that dragon just is like part of my soul. <laughs> and we have a cat that, that essentially she is, reminds us of Toothless. She, she is Toothless. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, we're not like, I don't, I think Malcolm has maybe seen Kung Fu Panda at like the gym or something. I know I've never sat down and watched it with him, but I remember watching it a lot when I worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> it was always on in the background, um, but it was really cute. It was really fun. Uh, in the pre-show room, there was these great little, um, like, details. There was, like, some, what, Emmys in there? Mm-hmm. I think there was... Um, there were some daytime Emmys for the Kung Fu Panda. I guess there's, like, a, a, a little TV, cartoon yeah, TV Yeah, like a little TV show. Yeah. And, like, so there's, like, some great little Easter eggs for, like, movie buffs like us that were in there. And the pre-show was adorable because you really brought in so many DreamWorks characters. You had the Madagascar characters in there. You had Kung Fu Panda. You had Trolls. Uh, Shrek was in there. Yes. It, it was great. It was great. Uh, yeah. So good ride. Definitely recommend it. Uh, and uh, next we moved on to the Simpsons land. 
Uh, so yeah, when you're walking, we kind of kept going down that main drag and you literally just get hit in the face with the Simpsons land. Mm -hmm. There's no escaping the Simpsons land. Right, right. You have, you know, lard lad donuts and uh, crusty burger and Moe's Tavern. It's, it's, you're in Springfield. Moe's Tavern was neat to look at, but you know, standing there in the, uh, I stood in the line, I walked away from the line. There was nothing really, you know, I I didn't see drunks sitting at the bar or anything like that. (laughs) I was hoping that you have like a, a, a animatronic Barney like burping or something. Oh, that would be a great little laugh. Right? <laughs> right? But it was, you know, it's just a, a kind of a depressed guy. Well, especially uh, the bar. Especially outside, you have a couple of like larger than life statues of the Simpsons. So that would make sense just to have like another one of those just at the bar. Yeah, Barney burps every like two minutes. And then you have maybe you have a Mo back there doing, you know, cleaning like a mug and then. Every uh, couple minutes, you have Bart Simpson call, and he does one of the prank phone calls. So it'd be great, great little uh, 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 work with the IP there. Exactly. Uh, so the, we did the Simpsons ride. This was the longest line that we had with the Express Pass. We were in line for 20 minutes. Not terrible, though, because the line pretty much broke Lindsay. Oh, uh, so big old, <laughs> big old side note on this. I have never watched an episode of The Simpsons. I don't know how that's, well, your, that, your parents. You know, that's a lie. I have seen some of the shorts on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I've watched a couple of like the little, was it the baby Maggie? Because yeah, those are newer, you know, it's it's the classic Simpsons from the 90s. That's what you want to watch. Um, but yeah, the line broke me. I, mm-hmm. I lost it. I was cracking up hysterically. So this one, um, fun fact, Malcolm could do every ride. He was tall enough to do every single ride. At 49 inches. Yes, at 49 inches, he could do every ride. There and he he went on this one with us. Yes, he did. And of uh, course, he did Kung Fu Panda too. We all did Kung Fu. Panda. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'd say this one this one was just outside of his comfort range. Yeah, he got a little nervous. I, he was enjoying because in the in the queue you have some cartoons, and he was mm-hmm. in to get you kind of in the story of what's going on. He was enjoying the cartoons. He he was loving that I was loving it so much. <laughs> but but the ride itself was a and little. He got a little scared at six. It was a little much. For and him. so uh, just how the ride works, not to give too many spoilers away. You are essentially on a very much like a Star Tours vehicle where you are just your your vehicles moving and you're watching a big screen. Mm-hmm. It's cute. It's and there's really some cute. there's some water effects and. I think like a couple smells, but that's about it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, again, it's, it's, it's tame. It's tame, but, but it's fun. It's very fun. Yeah. And maybe seven, eight might be the, the so, age. So I nerded out a little bit during the ride because I was trying to figure out how they make this doable. So I ended up turning my head like backwards a couple of times. And so there. How did you not get sick doing that? So there's a actually like multiple levels and you're all watching the same screen. So like we were on the bottom level and I think I saw like three or four levels above us. We're kind of like a la uh, Disney and the soaring. Exactly. Just like that. And so, and I think there was like at least five across. So you figure you've got the ride vehicle sits eight people. So it, it, it it works out. It makes sense. But I was like, Oh, that's how they do it. (laughs) Like I was totally nerding out about it. I I was just into the ride. I paid no attention to that. (laughs) Nice. And then, uh, we did get wrapped up into a couple of the little carnival games outside of the Simpsons ride because Malcolm was brave. So we let him play a carnival game, which was fun, mm-hmm. very expensive, but fun. <laughs> um, unfortunately, he didn't win anything, but that's that's part of the luck of the draw. And that's how we learn lessons. Exactly. So then we made our way down the treacherous escalators. Yes, we did for the first time. <laughs> Uh, and we immediately went on Mummy. We wanted to get that knocked out. No. Yes. Didn't, didn't we go right into, we went right into uh, Super Mario World. Oh, you are correct. We did go right into Super Mario World. So there was a line. I don't know if it was a virtual queue. So yes, because it was so busy, you had to be in a virtual queue unless you had the all day express pass. Then you got to bypass the uh, virtual queue. Yeah. So we walked right in um, just, uh, just as a tip. They do make you put the stroller away. If they're not there to make you put the stroller away, you don't have to. I made this mistake later at night. Um, yeah, it's it was it was very interesting. Another tip about Universal: if you're a Disney person, 
they will not move your strollers. If like Disney cast members will move strollers, they don't touch them here. They're not allowed to touch them. I had a conversation with a cast member. She's like, yeah, we we're not allowed to touch your strollers unless they're like a tripping hazard, but we can't move them. But what ended up happening was we kind of lost our stroller for a good 20 minutes but because it was so small, it had just gotten wedged up in between two other strollers. Well, and here's a funny story. I saw a lady, when I was on my way to get our stroller, I saw a lady with the same stroller. And so in my head, I'm like, did she take our stroller? Well, I specifically had put a toy like on the stroller, like with like one of those little attachy things. Just so one, Marcus had something to play with. Two, I would know that it was ours. Right. And uh, three... His name was actually on the stroller because they put a little sticker with his name on it at the kids club on uh, the cruise. So it was pretty obvious that it said Marcus. Okay. Anyway, we went straight into Super Mario World and oh my goodness. It was a lot. <laughs> Visually fantastic. It was uh, so un- stimulating with everything going on with the music, with the larger than life characters. Unpopular um, opinion. Not worth the hype. I agree. 110%. So don't make a trip to Universal Studios Hollywood just for the Super Nintendo World. That's what I'm going to put out into the universe right now. There was so many people there, you couldn't enjoy it. You couldn't. And and there was a couple of activities to do there if you had the watch. But not a lot going on in there, really. Yeah. When you break it down, you had a store, you had a restaurant, which... We didn't eat at. You've heard... Um, I've heard really bad things about it. You've heard it. bad things. Uh, and you had one ride, and I think it started off at 200 minutes, and at its um, lightest was, what, 100 120. 20. Yeah, so... And the store <sighs> was... I'm like, I walked in there with Malcolm because we were trying to see if we could go up. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's, like, two levels, but they told me, like, oh, it's only... That's part of the line is the second level. So here's here's a pro tip but, I'm going to throw out. But the only things that were at that store were in all the other stores. You interrupted my pro tip. I wanted to get no, my point I across. No, I understand. But <laughs> our pro tips, I think, are a part of our thing when we do our reviews of theme parks. So pro tip, wait until nighttime if you go. Don't go there just for Super Nintendo World. But if you're there, wait until nighttime. There's less people. And visually, it's it's, it's, it's much beautiful. better at nighttime. It's beautiful. Um, I will say we went... Uh, we come. I'm jumping ahead in the day. We went down around dusk. It was so pretty to see. It Looking was, down on, on the like wall. it was really cool to see going down the escalator during the day. But at dusk, all the lights were starting to turn on. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we we hung out in. No, I I I, I got to throw out something fun here. So I, <laughs> from a business finance perspective, I I was wondering. Uh, um, you, you and know, your mom were both doing this all day. <laughs> <laughs> so the, to to have fun in, in the world, and I don't think it's worth it. But if if you you're there with a kid that absolutely has to do it, the watch is forty dollars, and the watch is going to be what, or I guess it's more of a wristband. It's like yeah, it's like a it's like a magic band, right? So so in order to do the little games, you have to have that forty dollars. And you have, um, uh, it was 557 million, I believe is what we looked up as far as what they spent to build the land. Yes. So we figured that Universal Studios on the watches alone would recoup their costs, assuming that they sell a thousand of the bands per day, which might be a little bit high. They would recoup the costs just on those in three and a half years. Now we did not take into account the cost it takes for them to actually produce the units, but I'm going to imagine from China probably two dollars fifty cents. Probably, yeah. Um, so it's pretty close there too, uh, and that's you know, not to to mention all of the other Super Mario stuff. All that the merchandise, selling. yeah, because right. there was a lot of merchandise. Malcolm wanted a. Um, a Bowser backpack, it was $150. Yeah. So so from a, a financial perspective, good job, Universal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we ended up hanging out in uh, Super Mario World for like 10, 20 minutes. And then we were like, this is a lot. There is like, I think everyone in the park was there. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, and, and pro tip. Uh, if if your child's the type that, oh, I have to get a snack in Super Mario World, pretty much all they're selling in the cart is uh, nacho cheese Doritos. So you can bring your own nacho cheese Doritos and have them. Oh, look what I got you. Well, and that was the other crazy thing. So 
there, there's Toad's Cafe, which again, I've heard mixed reviews about. Most of them have been on the more negative side, like very bland burgers, and you have to get a reservation, but you can only do that if you walk up. It's The system's kind of a mess, I feel like. But then outside of Super Mario World, really close to the Jurassic Park uh, line, there is a Super Mario like pop-up like right in front of the, the souvenir store, and that line didn't move. At one point, I think when you guys were on the Transformer ride, I was like, I'm going to go get Malcolm the special drink in the special star thing for him. And I literally... Were they all cups? Because I saw there were a couple... Of, there was a toad, toad yeah. stool. There was a star. There yeah. was they were uh, all, maybe two other things. They were all cups. And I couldn't even... I think the, the, the one life up, the green mushroom. Yeah, there was... They were all drinks, and I could never even see the menu. I stood in that line for like 10, 15 minutes, didn't move, ended up going to the line across the way where they were serving the Jurassic Park cocktails and got served faster there than me just standing in the same spot for 15 minutes. Yeah, and Tasty Cocktails and their special IPA uh, that they have there for the Jurassic Park, the Isla de la... I- I- Isla Nubla? whatever the island with the dinosaurs is it had like a a guava taste to it i usually don't like a fruit flavor with beers but it it was was, it was good it was good i'm a ipa connoisseur and i i insisted that we get it and derek actually got it for me while we were watching the kids play in the little dino play area which was wonderful yes if you uh, it's right right behind the 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 ride uh i did a little story on it on our instagram i'll try to repost it 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 was such a great little hideaway for the kids to blow off some steam especially marcus like he was having the time of his life there um we did that like right after the the super mario world the the grandma and derek did the mummy then we got tagged out um pro tip the uh the the lines for food are super long Mm -hmm. at universal um this is something i noticed throughout the day at universal they must be getting some new staff members because just to ring up basic things, just to get the boys two churros and a water took me 15 minutes. And it was like, she just sat there staring at the screen. Like, I don't know what was going on, but this happened multiple times throughout the day. And I'm like, what is going on? When you guys were doing the Minions ride, I got Marcus a sandwich because there's this great little deli in the New York area, by the way, like they had salads, they had sandwiches, like all pre-packed, ready to go. And so I got Marcus a croissant ham and cheese sandwich and he ate it. He ate all of it. Like I was so proud of him. But again, like I got a sandwich and a water and a Coke Zero. And it took the guy like five minutes to ring me up. And again, it was all pre-packaged. It wasn't like, oh, I want, you know, pepper jack cheese or da 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 da. It was a pre-packaged sandwich. <laughs> so... <sighs> It, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, that's part of the workforce. But anyway, so then we finally convinced Malcolm to go on the Jurassic World water ride. Uh, and uh, so he, we had an interesting thing happen in line. Uh, so we were two minutes in line for the express. This is, I think the line was 120 minutes. Or yeah, it was, minutes. it was like 100 minutes at least. Uh, so we were in line for two minutes before there were some tech difficulties. It took 10 minutes to fix the tech difficulties. Uh, you know, and they sent the things through a few times, uh, and then five more minutes before we were on after the tech difficulties. But still, what it was a seven, so it was a seven minute line, but we were in line a total of seventeen minutes, even with the tech problems. Not shabby for a ride that was over a hundred minutes. Yeah. That's that was well worth the express pass. Um. So, and I did. Oh, I did notice too. Because they scan you right before you went in, and there was a mom and a, I'm assuming a mom and a daughter. That's what the relationship seemed like to me. Um, where she was like, "Well, this is we only have it the one time. I don't. We don't want to wait. We want to go do something else. Do we get our thing back?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go have them rescan you, and it'll give you your voucher back." Oh, if it was the one time experience. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So got I, it. I did overhear that too. So I thought that was really nice. Indeed, nice, good. Um, it's kind of like Disneyland where they used to give you the, the little yep. thing for them. Nice. Uh, what I will say about the Jurassic Park ride, which is wonderful, it's a great, it's a great ride. With a small child in the row with you, it's one strap, uh, strap down shoulder thing for for everybody. And Malcolm uh, had <laughs> like twelve inches between him and the 
in the shoulder thing. It's like taking him on um, Big Thunder. It's the same thing when you take him on Big Thunder because it's just one lap bar. So if you have an adult and a small child, the small child is just going to be flopping around everywhere. I still feel like Big Thunder's safer than that big giant drop. <laughs> like Lindsay, Lindsay has him by like the shoulder, like, and then I got my hand around his waist. So we've essentially created like a seatbelt for him, you know, just with our own force. But again, it's like, and I think that made him more nervous that, that you and I were like, <laughs> but he actually told me he liked it. At, at first, he said he was scared, but then later in the day, he was like, "No, I actually really liked it." So, um, but again, it's it's a it's a it's a very tame for the most part ride. It's 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 very all a Splash Mountain with dinosaurs. Yeah, but I don't I don't the drop seems it's because it's dark like you've got like the intensity of the two dinosaurs fighting above you but this i believe we'll we'll have to fact check this i believe the drop on splash mountain is a higher and more steep drop okay so again we need to be fat i'll someone fact check me call me out if i'm wrong but i remember seeing that somewhere that it's not as bad of a drop if you find the answer leave a comment or dm us on the instagram (laughs) uh the the instagram Oh, Derek and uh, at DNL Take On Life. Thank you. Uh, next, we moved on to Transformers, which is a ride you don't like. I, I have no love for Transformers in mm-hmm. my soul. Yeah, this I, is, I this, grew up with Transformers. This is where I ended up trying to get Malcolm the the beverage, and then I ended up getting a cocktail instead. <laughs> uh, fun story: My mom worked at a property management office uh, prior to them founding their own property management. And I think it was B and B Property Management. It was on Tuolumne. Uh, I remember watching Transformers in the back of that office when I was like three. Oh, yeah. so so Transformers has a place in my heart. But with the Express Pass, how was it? Uh, five minute wait. Nice. Uh, you know, and you had the whole time we're walking through the line. You have the TVs of what's going on, and it was fun. We were able to create, you know, a fun uh, energy for Malcolm. Uh, so yeah, great, 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 great use of the express pass on that um i will also say kind of something we, you were talking about just now with oh and he loved it with, at six he loved the transformers awesome uh with the express pass lines i felt like you still got really immersed like in the mummy express pass line like you still saw the book of the dead you still were able to um you know be immersed in whatever adventure you were going on the only one not so much was uh the jurassic park ride but that's just because that whole line is just kind of outside anyway right but everything else you still were able to get immersed in whatever was about ready to happen so then we made our way back up the escalators of doom yes we did which you were holding marcus and he was reasonably well behaved so this one wasn't he, he loves mommy he, and he, he's, he's well and he had just been like he played in that little dino land for what 30 minutes yeah that little oh such a great place yep, to let, yep, yep. let littles just run around. Uh, so Malcolm really wanted to go on Minions. So that was where we headed to on the way up. And uh, while we did Minions, Lindsay, this is when she did the sandwich adventure. Yeah, I wanted, I needed to find a place to change a diaper, which was an adventure all in itself. And then I, because they were going to do Minions and then they were going to go do the Secret Life of Pets. So I was like, okay, let me get him some food. Let me uh, change a diaper. I was going to say a pro tip here. Pro tip, go to the family uh, center. They're, the family center, it's closer to the front of the park. It's right next to the Waterworld uh, show entrance. In fact, the guy tried to get me to come in with the baby to do the Waterworld experience. He's like, come on in, come on in. I'm like, oh my God, I want you to change the diaper. He's like, don't worry about that. Like he was like the energy of the cast members for that Waterworld show. Like I'm sad we didn't get to see it. Right. Well, and we don't know. We have a friend that sometimes does that show. We yeah. don't know if he's still there or not. Um, But it was... It was just, it's a wonderful, it's smaller than like the Disneyland one, but it was so nice and cool. The bathrooms, they have three just big old bathrooms in there with beautiful changing tables with a smaller potty and a bigger potty. At least the one I was in had a small potty and a big potty. So, you know, if you've got multiple kids or you got littles that just need a little extra time, they had like a little vending machine with diapers and things like that. So it was really nice. And this was, again... Closer to the Waterworld ride, or excuse me, the Waterworld show near the front of the park. 
Awesome. And I'm going to move into another pro tip immediately after that. Pro tip. Make sure that you bring clothes for the kids to get wet in. Yes, there is a, and I felt so bad because I had remember seeing this, but I think I was just so overwhelmed packing the day before to get everything ready for to that day. I for, totally forgot to bring water clothes because they have a beautiful water play area. Adorable in the Minions and area. It's the super silly fun land and it is the most beautiful water play area I've ever seen at any amusement park. And we've seen we've seen quite a few. Yeah. This one looked awesome. And it, 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 I felt terrible telling Malcolm that he couldn't do it. Oh, I know. I felt so bad because it was a hot day, too. They would have mm-hmm. they would have loved it. But the day would have been done. It would have been soaking. Yeah, it would have been a wash. So make sure if you have littles that love the water play, set aside an hour, bring towels Bring the change of clothes, let them run amok, and then go on the studio tour and let them pass out. Good advice. <laughs> uh, good advice. Uh, and then, of course, right next to the water, the super silly play. Oh, and they, they have a play area there as well. They do. They a have, dry play they area. They have a dry play area as well. I thought the dino one was a little more fun, but Marcus still really, both of them really it's, like. But them. it's good to have an upper area and a lower area. Yes, As definitely. far as. And the, you know what? There is there is a ride there that Marcus can do. It's essentially the Dumbo ride. They do have that, but it does not have an express pass, so we didn't do it. Okay. So there is three <laughs> rides he can do at Hollywood Studios. Okay, okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so right next to Super Silly Fun World, we have the Minions ride. This is a really cute one. Uh, again, Lindsay didn't go on this because she had gone on her adventure uh, to take care of and Mr. The, Marcus. The Minions just ugh, drive her nuts. They drive me nuts. Banana. <laughs> I'm getting a dirty look right now. <laughs> well, do you remember when Dylan was, used to say that all the time? He was so into the minions. Our nephew. He was so into the minions. Oh my God, it drove me nuts. Like, I love Despicable, Despicable Me. I think that is the cutest movie. It's adorable. It's sweet. It's got a great message for kids and parents. But oh my God, I hate how much the minions have taken over. I hate <laughs> it. That being said, this is a wonderful ride where you become a minion. It's really cute. Um, I, I don't know how long the line was. I don't think it was particularly long, 45 to 60 minutes maybe. Uh, but with our Express Pass, we were in line. Uh, so there's like two pre-shows. So three minutes to pre-show one, seven minutes to pre-show two. Um, and, you know, first pre-show is not a full pre-show, but it's, uh, you got some entertainment going on while you're waiting to get into the actual pre-show. Uh, really cute ride. Definitely recommend it. Uh, they have a, a great like disco dance area as you get off the ride <laughs> where you're on camera. Take some time to dance with your kids. I love it. Uh, and right next to the Minions area, you have pets. The secret life of pets. The secret life of pets. Well, it's not so secret. It's it's advertised pretty well there. But that's the name of the ride because that's the name of the movie. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so this one uh, it did not have like a line line and it was a 30 minute line if you had the express pass. So this one they're still doing a virtual queue on because it's the newest thing. Okay, well, let's review the ride because we did go on it later. We did go on it later and it was, first off, I don't know why Marcus couldn't have come. Right. It, it was it was a pure storybook a la Disney. Like, yeah, it, it, was a, it had a... I think a 35 inch height requirement, 35 or 32, something like that. But Marcus, there's no come. reason it, it shouldn't be in all ages there. The, yeah. It, it made no sense. Like I was on it and I was like, why? Like, where's the drop? Where's the mm-hmm. crazy spinning? Like it's a cute storybook ride. Yeah, it's it, underwhelming. It's underwhelming. It broke while we were on it. It did. We were stuck with those cats in the alley for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I started looking at all the animatronics. Yeah, no, like it's it's super cute, but yeah. again, there's no reason. It's a good it's a good storybook ride. Yeah, it's super cute, but there's no reason why this can't be an all ages ride. Correct. And I think that like I I left it bitter because I was like, we all could have done this together. And we, you know, we were wanting we were wanting to get Marcus on some stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but underwhelming again. Just just a pure storybook ride. I I don't see why a virtual queue is necessary. Yeah. But, uh, I guess people really like that movie. Uh, we haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, no, it was... I, I, wait. You could wait. Yeah. You maybe don't have to go your next trip. Well, and again, like, so you guys tried to do it 
at like what two o'clock, and that's when it was like a thirty minute wait with the express with pass. the express pass. And then we went at seven, and it was a walk on. They told uh, me it was a ten minute wait, and we walked on. It was seven to eight minutes. Yeah. And that was just walking through the queue because it, there was a decent long queue to walk through. <laughs> um, and But after they attempted to do uh, Secret Life of Pets, I ended up meeting them at the Irish pub, which is right there. Which- it's it's a cute little pub. Uh, it's got a great Irish pubby feel. There actually are places for people to sit down, not at the bar, but there are places for people to sit down. I think we had probably seven dads that were sitting in there with a beer or oh, a cocktail. Easily. easily. <laughs> uh, you could tell that they were just decompressing, enjoying the AC. It was, uh, it's, a, it's a nice little hidden gem. Right. And I bet you they probably had family on Minions or Secret Life of Pets. Or- <laughs> yeah. Something, something was going on. And then with the cocktails in hand, we made our way over to the studio tour. Yeah. And we did stop and get uh, Malcolm and ice cream. And Grandma stopped to get popcorn. Yes. Pro tip. Have some drinks and some snacks for the studio tour. It's an hour-long ride. Have the snacks, have the drinks. Yes. Uh, So this one with the Express Pass, we walked right on. We literally walked right on. I think they said it was a 60-minute wait. Um, And yeah, we we walked on. They do have uh, snacks uh, and things down there. To, to take on with you because you do have to go down um, not as crazy as an, of an escalator to get down, but you do have to go down another escalator. But they do have a couple of little booths down there if you want to bring some popcorn, some chips, pretzels, pretzels maybe. Um, but yeah, definitely have 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 something to, to munch on. Yeah. And the pop, I think popcorn is a great. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's how it's, perfect for, for going through movie sets. Uh, so we got to do it. This is D- Derek's favorite part of Universal. I love it too. The nostalgia factor for me, especially when we did the VIP tour, was it, it, it made it so much better because we had that wonderful experience with the VIP tour. Our tour guide was great. He was funny. Um, he reminded me of what's his name from Fanboys. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, Fogler, Dan Fogler. Dan Fogler. Uh, it was a little sad, though, and a little melancholy because you didn't, with the writer's strike and everything going on, there there was nothing going on. Even, like, the exec buildings were just empty. And normally, even if, like, they're not filming, you have, like, that, like, people going back from office to offices and it feels like a working studio. So it was really... You saw a few contractors, electricians, a few. Yeah, but it was it was sad. So I hope everything works out for everyone involved in that. Because let's bring back that movie magic that we all love. That's right. Uh, there, there was actually one thing on uh, being filmed on there, set yeah, in we, the Western area. Yeah, we did see a signs that said hot set. Yeah. Um, so and I, and I I think they were maybe renting out space to another studio. Something something was going on, but yeah, right because saw. I I don't I don't think Universal's filming right now. No 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 they're not. A uh, pro tip on the uh, the studio tour with your seats, if at all possible, try to go all the way to the right because if you we were all the way on the left hand side, if you don't get all the way to the right, it's really hard to see Jaws. Malcolm had a really hard time oh, yeah, seeing yeah. Jaws, which he was very bummed about. Yeah. And that was. And a lot of the uh, really cool sets, too, are also on the right hand side. Uh, Bates Motel things. Uh, there was another one that like you couldn't really only see it if you were on the right side. Left side. It was fine. With some of the cars and like, things. We saw all the cars really, really well. But like a lot of the sets. Um, also, they were working on a lot of their haunted houses for um, Hollywood Horror Nights. So a lot of the construction that we saw, that was all part of the construction for the haunted houses. I swear I saw uh, or heard that they were getting ready to give reviews on the haunted houses at Universal Orlando. Are they already open over there? So no, but they've announced them all. Okay. They've announced them all. And I think they're doing some of the same ones over here. I'm not 110% sure just because that's... I know Last of Us is going to be one of them. Last of Us and Stranger Things. Nice. Those are the two big ones. Um, I know Chucky is a big thing over in Orlando as well. 
They actually, like, I'm not a haunted house person. Derek knows this. I don't do well with that kind of stuff. Don't run after me with a chainsaw. I will punch you in the face. <laughs> uh, it's just not not my cup of tea. But uh, I know at least in Orlando, they have some amazing ones uh, coming this year. Um, anyway, so we did the studio tour. Again, it's an hour-long ride, but it's so worth it. Very enjoyable. You've got some special effects Marcus got a little scared with the Fast and the Furious part was of it. Fast and Furious or King Kong? Fast and the Furious really freaked him out. I think it was the the loud the, the loud noises. He did he did okay with King Kong. He didn't do great with Fast and the Furious. Um, but what can you do? And then we made our way over to the best part of the park. That's right. We went through the back entrance. So there's a pro tip. Uh, if you're planning a studio tour and planning some time in Hogsmeade, you can put the two together, go in the back way and avoid the crowded entry. I had no idea there was a back entry. That was mm-hmm. such a great little find. Like you, we literally ended up at the back door of Ollivander's. Right, right. And and so when you come up the escalator, I, I said escalator funny. Um, <laughs> when you come up the escalator, uh, hang a left. And you'll be going towards the back entrance of Hogsmeade. Yeah. And so Derek took Malcolm into the Ollivander's experience. How did he like that? Uh, he enjoyed the Ollivander's experience. Um, yeah, I don't know if he was. No, I'd say he really enjoyed it. He uh, really thought that magic was happening. Aww. It was cute. Yeah. It was cute. I know he was so excited when he got out that he wanted to buy a new wand. So yeah. both the boys got new wands. Which was exciting because Marcus was super into all the boxes. Yes. <laughs> but he kept going towards one specific box. So we were like, okay, that's that's what you wanted. Uh, that was the one that chose him. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, after that, we we split up. Um, some people went for butterbeer. Yeah. I took Malcolm on Hippogriff two or three times. Are you serious? Uh, at least twice. Uh, so I, I documented our weight with the express pass. Uh, and I have 2.5 minutes in line for the first time and then three minutes for the second time. Dang. So we went on at least twice. I documented two times in line. Yeah, I know. That's when I was changing a a poopies. Yeah. Oh, another one, huh? No, just me. That was the one for the day. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that was a that was a ton of fun. And then we convinced Malcolm to go on the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey ride. I love that ride. Uh, pro tip. So Express Pass is great. We got on super, super quick. Uh, did you document that one or no? Uh, you know, funny enough, I didn't because I, I just it's so in love with walking through the castle. Yeah. It was almost a walk on. It was be- almost a walk because, on. Because the amount of time it took us to walk through the castle because we kept stopping and looking at things. So pro tip, if you are using the Express Pass, you are allowed to take your child, who you are child swapping, with you all the way through the queue. I believe this is the same for the regular queue as well, because I don't see how it's possible to do it any other way. The child swap area is yeah. right there. It's a little room. Uh, it's not that little. I think it fits about 15 people. Yeah, and they're playing the movies. They're playing the Harry Potter movies. So it actually worked out. So we all were able to go through the express line together together. Malcolm, Derek, and I left Julie and the baby in the child swap ride, uh, wait, wait area. Excuse me, I can talk. We did the ride. Malcolm didn't like it. Yeah, but he that one did was it. too scary. He did it, and he's. We were very proud of him, but he thought it was cool. But he didn't like. Uh, he said he didn't like the dragon. That scared him. Okay. Um, and then I literally walked out of the line. We went into that room and then Julie and I just walked on the ride. Like they just, they're like, okay, there's two of you go. Yeah. And then then Derek did it with Julie again. Like we did it three times. Yeah. Um, I I mean, that child swap area is great. And the express pass saved us so much, so much time. Because that was a 120 minute wait as well. Correct. Um, and then we got some lunch at the, or dinner, I should say at the three broomsticks, which was actually really good. I thought it was delicious. Um, everything we, we, we tasted was very good. How was the, I didn't taste the, um, sticky toffee. It was underwhelming. Under, well, you make delicious sticky toffee pudding. Uh, yeah. So I could see that. And that's, that's hard to make in bulk. But I wanted to try it. Yeah. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, do your mom, I mean, it was enjoyable, but it was like, eh. 
You know, like, okay, I don't need to have this again. Yeah. Nothing to write home about. Um, so we did, uh, mom did uh, fish and chips. Uh, I did the ribs and you did the shepherd's, uh, pie. shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie was not a huge serving. No, it was a nice little, like, individual sized serving, like a little mini pot pie, but it was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's really neat too is they, I don't know if you saw that they have like a family platter option yes, too. Yes, yes. So that was uh, really cool. And then they have children's options. Uh, they don't serve alcohol here, but you can get a butterbeer. And you can also just like walk to the other side of the restaurant. The hog's head. Where the hog's head is right. and get yourself a cocktail or a beer. Right. They are connected. You just would have to go stand in a different line. Yeah. and But there was never a line when we were there. I was shocked like how empty the shops and the restaurants were in Hogsmeade. Yeah. Like I felt like... There was no one really eating at Three Broomsticks. Like, it was really interesting. I, uh, maybe two things tied to that. One, the um, Super Nintendo World opening mm-hmm. uh, and attracting a lot of people. And and two, maybe you do have some of the, um, you know, the the, the the political issues. But, but Hogsmeade was busy. Hogsmeade was busy. Just, Again, there was a 120-minute wait. For well, and Ollivander's, uh, so Ollivander's was not empty. Oh, Ollivander's was, was slammed. was popping. Yeah, 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 So, yeah. yeah, I do take that back, but I don't know. But, yeah, it was like the three broomsticks was, it reminded me of the third movie when Harry gets there and it's very, like, sleepy and they're closing up shop. Yeah. Like, that's what it reminded me of. It was great, though. Oh, and I love that you had the stairs um, going up. With the sign saying that you know it's um, that you can only go up there if you're um, staying at the inn. Yeah, no, it, it was. It, it, we it's had, a good experience. We had never been in there before. We'd been in Hogshead, but we had never been in the Three Broomsticks. So I'm glad we did it. And aside from when we did the VIP tour, I've been underwhelmed with food at Universal for the most part. Yeah, me too. This was very good. Yeah. I'd, I'd say um, again, other than the VIP tour, it's the best food we've ever had at Universal. Yeah, no, it was it was nice. So then we just kind of played around. We did a few other things, but then we got to see the dark art show. At- Which was fantastic. So we did, uh, during the summer, just on select dates, we got lucky because it was happening when we were there. At night, the dark arts take over the Hogs- Hogwarts castle, and we it's the projection show, and it was so beautiful, and it was fun, but then it, you know, ended with, you know, Dumbledore saying, you know, there's always light, you know, kind of thing. It was really, really beautiful. You had the Patronus of the Stag at the end. It was, it was very magical. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a great time with our day at Universal. Yeah. I'm going to go grab our little guest star real quick so we can get his opinion. I want to hear what he has to say. So what was your opinion of Universal Studios, Malcolm? What do you think about Super Mario World? I loved it. You loved it? What was your favorite part of the Super Mario World? When I played the game. When you played the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, can you tell them what happened with the game? No. No? Okay. He had to tell us now. He, well, he won. He did. He won. He had three tries, and he won on his third try. He had to get the the turtle shell up the pipe, right, to get the key. Yeah. What did you think of Minions? I loved it. Was yeah. that, well, what, what was your favorite ride? Minions. Minions. I liked it where you ring the doorbell and and the minions talk. Oh yeah, that was a cute little area in the uh, just outside the line queue. Yeah, that uh, was funny. Yeah. What did you think of the Jurassic World ride? I liked it. You did. Did you like getting wet? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, we didn't get soaked. We got yeah. wet. We didn't get soaked though. That was kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, so your opinion? Would you rather go to Disneyland or Universal Studios Hollywood? Okay, all right. Straight straight from the uh, horse's mouth. Ah. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, now, uh, between Universal Studios Hollywood and Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, which one do you prefer? Disneyland! All right. <laughs> Option C. Option C. <laughs> well, uh, this has been a fun one. <laughs> He's so excited thinking about Disneyland. All right. Disneyland! <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.